Good evening, and welcome to the next episode of Expect to Win. I am Lamar Thomas. I'm here with a couple great people representing Columbus, Georgia, Seatown, Diamond Woods, all the way down. I got Mr. Dominique Love. Hey, one thing to so two things for certain. I go by the simple name of D-Love. You can mention my brother. I read the best. I read the good time to close. Where we going to have You know we from that 706, so you know we're going to be live today. All day long. And I got another special guest. It's Mr. Entrepreneur himself. Mr. Leonard Thomas. What's up? What's up? How's everybody doing? Oh, man, we good. Again, but before, guys, before we get started, I know we got some great things, man, because I can already feel the, the vibe in the air. Um, but I got to give a shout out to the sponsors, 99.1, for allowing us to have this platform to come out and uh, and share our word with everybody else. Right now, you know, it's, it's basketball season, so... You know, we, we got a lot going on. Matter of fact, we just finished with a, with a win. Uh, we actually won 69-49. Had a lot of good things, a lot of bad things. But win is a win. But before we do all that, Mr. Thomas, man, it is an absolute pleasure to, to get your own. Um, it, it is a pleasure, man. It, it really does my heart some good. Um, I've heard you and listened to you for, for years. So I, all I'm asking, man, is, you know, we're going to have to bottle it up. And I'm going to probably have to get you back on several times, man, because I know what you're going to say is this straight fire. You know, it, it's going it's gonna to bless a bunch of people. So go ahead. I'm going to let everybody else know the secret. Let them know what I know. So let's talk about your week, man. What's going on in the entrepreneurial world of Mr. Thomas? Well, well, first of all, man, the pleasure is definitely all mine, man. I mean, when you ask me to do this, man, I'm so humbled by the fact that my 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 little brother, man, is asking me to to be on his show, and uh, man, I'm so excited about that. And uh, so, man, I'm just humbled by that, man. And I appreciate you for thinking enough of your big brother, man, to get me on the on the call, man, on the show. And uh, but, man, my week, man, is like this, man. You know, every day I get up, man, I just thank God for giving me another shot, man. You know, God just gave me the ball, man. He gave me the ball today. He put me in the game. I was sitting on the bench, man, and he said he thought enough about me this morning. Let's say that I'm going to put Leonard Thomas back in the game again. And uh, and that's what he did, man. So he gives me the ball every day. When he wakes me up, God gives me that ball, and it's up to me to run with it, brother. So my week is like that, man. So every day I just get up, man, and just try to, to try to get better in some area of my life. You know what I mean? You know, whatever it is, at the end of the day, I want to look at that day and be able to say, hey, man, I got better as a – as a dad today, I got better as a husband today, man. I got better as a, just as a friend today, or, or I just got better in business. Whatever it is, man, I just try to get up and say, man, God, you put me in the game, so I'm just going to try to get better every day. And so that's how my week goes, man. Every week I just try to take it day by day, man, break it down day by day, thank the man upstairs and say, hey, God, man, thank you for giving me this shot. Thank you for giving me the ball this morning. Man, man, you, you've been in our football locker room before, and you know we got that little chant where we in there, you know, dear Lord, in the battles we go through in life, you know, we ask for a chance that's fair, and you know how that's that's just something that that I try to live by, and to hear you say that, you know, that that just confirms, you know, the, the thinking. So I know it's in the blood, man. So we we expect to win when we show up. If you give us a, a inch, hey, we trying to get it in. So you, the best thing you do is try to shut us down, don't give us nothing, but if we get an opportunity, if them eyes open and some breath come out, baby, we trying to get hit the ground running. Hey, we trying to get it get it moving, but go ahead and kind of explain to people what it is you actually do, um, you know, so that they'll know. Okay, definitely, man. 
Um, every day, man, I sit down with families, man, and try to give them hope, man, in the area of finance. Um, I sit down with them, and, and we come up with a game plan. I, I want to get families to dreaming again and saying, hey, man, how can I attain that goal of financial freedom, man, and get to that, to that place of financial freedom? I want them to start thinking about how do they want their future to look in retirement? How do they want their kids, you know, education to look? So I work in the area of finance, man, and I sit down with families and just kind of trying to guide them to where they want to go in life. So every day I meet a new couple, new family, and uh, and I sit down with them and I say, hey, man, what do, what do you guys want to what, – what do, what do you see yourself in the next five years, the next ten years, and then how are you going to get there? You know, I know you're right here at plan A right now. This is A right now is where you are. But then we're going to say B is where you're trying to get to. And then what vehicle are you going to drive from A to B? Is it going to be your job? You know, is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? And is that vehicle going to get you there in the time frame, in the time frame that you want to get there? And, um, and I just try to help them to manage that and um, help them to fuel that vehicle uh, to be able to get from A to B, man, to where they want to go in their goals and dreams. So that's what I do for a living. And, uh, man, I'm very passionate about doing that because I think that, uh, in our communities, for, for one, you know, uh, I can only speak for my community that, that I grew up. You know, a lot of people didn't have information pertaining to finances, you know, so we just kind of went by the seat, you know, some of the old uh, colloquialisms that we have where people start talking about this or that, but nobody really sat down with us and educated us about how to make money work for us. And so I just took it on myself and took, it, took a passion to that. And say, hey man, let me just go out here and start paying it forward and start sharing with families, young families, and say, hey man, let me show you how to get to where you want to go financially by sharing some financial concepts with. I know that's tough, man, because it sounds a lot like what I try to do in education, and you know, try to provide and give people these opportunities. Uh, but yours is on a different level because you're dealing with with grown people, adults, so they've had years of this this traditional mindset that that may say that they're poor or or the poverty mindset, you know, so how difficult is it when you start dealing with especially our people, our community, trying to get them to understand that they can actually make some better choices that'll put them in better places. There you go. I mean and you know, it is it's 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 quite the challenge. I like to say that it's a challenge. And um and we just have to step up to that challenge. Because people wanna people really ultimately they want to do better in life. You know, nobody wakes up in the morning and say, I want to fail tomorrow. I want to fail in life. You know, so really it's just a matter of them being able to see how to get there. You know, most of the people are trying to get to a destination, but they don't have a roadmap. You know, and so what all I do is I want to come down and just simply explain to them or show them, hey, man, there's, there's a roadmap. Here's a roadmap. Let's map this thing out, and then you'll know that you can get there at some point in your life. But the, the challenge Sometimes I walk into the house, the challenge, like you said, is just to be able to let people know, first of all, that the sky is blue. The sky is really, you know, is it blue? Is it gray? What, you, you gotta, we gotta go and establish something. We gotta get some kind of common ground to be able to say, hey man, let's go through the basic fundamentals first. And then once we go through those, then we can make something happen. But you said something key that, that struck me. You know, a lot of times we have a poor mindset, but I heard a, a gentleman tell me one time before, you know, when he was talking about poor, and he said poor was just passing over opportunities repeatedly. And I Ooh. think that that's just, that's just something that in our community that we have been doing so often 
and we have been passing over those opportunities repeatedly, and that's what gets us in that in that place of bondage where we're we're not experiencing or living the life that we want to live. We're not experiencing life the way that we want to that we should be experiencing it is because we're passing over those opportunities. So uh, that was kind of something that struck me when you were talking there. But we just try to go in there and give people hope, man. You know, that's all people really want, man, is some hope. And um, Golly, but that, that's, some, that's something there, man. I just wrote that down. I'm going to have to spill that one. That was gone. I'm using <laughs> that one. You're going to hear that again. I'm already in there. Man, passing over opportunities repeatedly. Ooh, man, that's, that's what I told y'all. We was going to have some heat on here today. Oh, what I'm talking about. I like it. Coach Love, you still there? Did you leave? Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to soak everything in, all the wisdom. And like you said, past no opportunity. That always ties in your little closing remarks about the truth. You know what I'm saying? Time, words, and opportunities. So I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just trying to soak all this wisdom in at the same time. I'm just sitting here just soaking it in like a sponge. Okay, that's what's up. Um, what are some, some other challenges that you, you see trying to develop this roadmap, you know, getting people to see? Um, and I'm just, and like I said, I'm getting information because here, what, what I'm doing, you know, I try to paint this vision for my young people and, you know, and I try to speak college, man. I speak about how much fun college is, you know, and, and, and and I know that some of them look at me because I'm going to wear a shirt tie and I'm, I'm going to try to do my job and be professional. But I want to be an image for them that I'm saying. And I tell them all the time. I was telling the kid, man, I, I was you. You know, I was there. I, I didn't come from a silver spoon family. Now, that's a whole other podcast in itself just about my family. You know, so I come from people making bad choices. And I just made a choice you know, to to get me here. So I developed a map that got me to a different place. And I'm trying to give them the opportunity to develop that same map. You can go to school, man. I said, man, I ain't smart at all. You know, but once you get in, all you got to do is get in, man. And I promise you, man, your mind will be blown, man. But it's almost like talking to, you know, a stuffed animal sometimes, man. You know, the eyes are open. It's looking at you. And sometimes it even nods. But it is almost like nothing, nothing there. So I can imagine going into some people's homes and they already prejudging you, you know what I'm saying, looking at you probably trying to, you know, you know everybody has their prejudgment now. And, and then listening to you try to tell them that they could actually save some money, make some money, you know. And I just know that that's, that's tough. But what are some of the other barriers that that you come across when you when you go into the houses trying to talk to these people well well i mean the, the and, and you're exactly right it is i mean uh, it's, it's not it's not an easy task it's definitely something that you have to be passionate about and um so when we go in and talk to people you you have to do exactly what you said you have to first connect with the fact that you were once there you know if someone hadn't come to sit down and take the opportunity to share it with me then I would not have been able, I would not be in a position to be able to go back and share it with them. So that that's the biggest thing right there is you have to make sure you don't forget where you came from. And uh, and, and that's what I do. I try to sit down with families and be real. But but to get them over the hump, we're a visual people, man. We I mean, we just are, man. We've always been a visual people. We, we I got, got it now. People. So we visual. So you just show up and pull out stacks. There you go, man. <laughs> there you go, man. We got to show them. We got to show them what they want. What do you really want? 
tell you, a lot of times people are saying that they want something, but they have never sat down and talked about it. You know, you rode down the street and you passed by the house and you said you wanted it. But I'm going to sit down with you at your house and I'm going to say, let's write that down on some paper first. So you say you want the house. What kind of house is it? You know, is it is it all brick? Okay. Oh, how many rooms does it have? How many bedrooms? How many baths? I'm going to make you sit down and start thinking about these things because your dreams, a lot of times, let me tell you a story real quick. I mean, I don't want to get off track, man, so you help me out if I'm in off track. Go ahead, man. Do you? I, I, I used to. I had a I had a vision board and I still do but I had a I had a boat on it man it was a real nice boat I had went down to the boat show now now you know me you know where I'm from so you know yeah. so uh, to be talking about getting a boat that is kind of like huge right that's so I very down- huge <laughs> that's so, very huge you know that like us even talking about doing anything with water other than going to a beach is <laughs> exactly right yeah. so so I went down to the boat show man I got on the boat I even, I mean, I sat on the boat, I took pictures on the boat, I talked to the people about the boat and everything, and I, so I put it on my vision board, man, I want a boat, man, I want to be able to ride down on this boat on a Monday morning when everybody going to work, I just want to get out on the river and be riding down the river while everybody driving to work at, at 8 in the morning, and uh, or, or 6 in the morning, whatever. And I said, man, I'm going to get this boat, man, and the boat was up there, and I put it up there, and I started looking at it every day. But then eventually, let me tell you the story. I, I went down and I met this guy, and he was down at the beach, and he had this beautiful boat, man. And he was this guy. He he had done well in business. He uh he was a uh, software developer, and so I sat down with him. So he had done very well in business, had a, a lot of good, a lot of money, if you will. And so we sat down with him, and I was we sat down, ate lunch, and we was talking. And then this dude said, man. He said, Leonard, what, I said, man, I want a boat just like that. I had went to the boat show. I told him that. And he said, Leonard, you don't really want a boat, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> and I said, what you mean, man? I always wanted a boat, man. I got this on my vision board. He said, well, where are you going to store the boat, Leonard? He said, where are you going to put it? He said, I have to pay X amount of dollars to store my boat so that it don't rust out at the bottom. I had never thought about the rust on the boat, man. I'm thinking I'm just going to take the boat out, put it in my yard or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He said, man, and my boat had all this leather on it, and I showed him the boat. He said, Leonard, do you understand, even though that's good quality leather on that boat, but you understand that leather is going to crack when it gets wet. And I said, so you got to have that leather treated every so often. I said, what, for real? So yeah. I thought he started adding all these things up, and he said, Leonard, how are you going to get the boat from your house to the beach? He said, so now you got to go get you a vehicle that can tow it. So as he started adding all those things up, <laughs> and he started looking at it, now I understand that money would have solved all that, but then from his perspective, he said, Leonard, if you got enough money to do that, even if you got enough money to do it, he said, you probably still wouldn't want to get the boat. He said, you probably just want to rent a boat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just go hang out or get you a good friend like me that got a boat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And so what I'm trying to tell you is that a lot of times people have big dreams or they have big visions on their vision board, but they have never really wrote it down on paper to go back to see what is it going to take to be able to maintain that that dream car or that dream house or what it's going to take in totality to be able to reach that goal or to reach that dream. And so what I want to do when I come in the house, I want to get you to dreaming about that thing, and I want to show you how to get what you want. That's the only reason why I'm here. So I, and when we start talking about how to get what you want, 
Then you're going to open up to me and we'll start talking because you see that I'm for real about this thing. I'm like, okay, man, you want this five-bedroom, six-bedroom house. Let's talk about how much does that house cost. Let's talk about what are you making currently on your job right now. And let me tell you, that's the only vehicle that you got that's going to get you over to that house. Is that job going to pay you enough money to get to that to that house? And right. then, so now we got to get real. You understand? And then as we start getting real, man, that's when the layers start pulling off. People start leaning a little bit further, uh, closer to the table, and then that's when we can really start getting real and start talking about finance. Man, that's that's some, that's some good stuff, man. Now I'm gonna let you buy the boat, and then I just rent your boat out. And, you know, if, if that's what you want to do, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I'm gonna let you do it. You, you, you know what I'm saying? I I just you know come chill with you on the boat. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm planning to. Uh, that's another reason why I try to work so hard is, is so that on that back half I can uh, reach some of this stuff that's on my vision board as well. I mean, you know, and it's real uh, for for you to even mention a vision board. Um, it was a conversation that I was having with somebody else. You know, women do it a lot. You know, women actually have vision board parties. You know, but it's very very rare. I've never I've never seen one that men got together and had a vision board party. Yeah, you, you see what I'm saying. So is it is it something saying that we can't create visions the same way? You know what I'm saying. Is I wonder what's what's going on with that. Um, have you ever been invited to a vision board party as a man? No, I have not. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm, I'm, but I'm but I'm gonna tell you now. You just made a, a valid point, but that's deep, man. That that's very deep what you're saying. And uh, but the, the, now you now we got to go back to talk about this vision, man. Because without a vision, the people gonna perish. If you don't have the, the the map first, you gotta find out where you're going. You create your map. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So like, but I just I mean, and, and as a man, I know my my wife got one. You know, and that's what I'm saying. I know she's been to several different little vision board parties, but there's never been a man. Now I don't know if it's unmanly. You know, I don't know if and it's crazy because we're supposed to be the breadwinners and we're supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Be the head of these houses. So how does the head of the house not have a vision? That's deep, buddy. And, and I agree totally with that one, man. I, I the, the man needs to have a vision in the, in the household, you know. And even even with, I mean, even to the point of, you know, I, I you know, I I even stop a lot. I stop talking about dreaming a lot, you know. Uh, at one point, I used to always talk about my dream car, my dream this and dream that, and I started talking about, hey, man. Yeah, okay, dreaming is fine, but it's no, it's nowhere in the Bible that is just talking about you having a dream. It talks about you having a vision. It said without that vision, you're gonna perish. So then I started switching my, my lingo a little bit and started using vision more than I use dream. But the difference between a vision and a dream is a real big deal because a dream, that only talking about you and yours. You know, it's talking about my dream house, my dream car, my dream vacation. But when you start talking about a vision, man, you got to really get bigger than that. You got to have something that you can encompass some other things into it. You know what I'm saying? It got to be able to encompass your whole household into that vision. It got to be able to encompass your community, your 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 nation. Your, it, depending on how big that vision is, you could even encompass the world inside of your vision. And so that's why I started talking to people. As I go in, I'll talk about some of those smaller things. But ultimately, you got to start talking vision because it doesn't say in the Bible without a dream they're going to perish. It says without a vision 
the people are going to perish. The vision has to be way greater than just your household. It has to be something that you and your family get together, that you have a mission for your family, and y'all get together to go achieve this bigger, greater vision that God has given you uh, for the community and for the state. And I, I honestly, for the, for the nation even, uh, for that matter. So I just believe that the vision is important for the man to have. And um, and I think that if they're not going to the vision board parties, they better start having some vision. <laughs> hey, listen, we but that's something you know that might just need to be the nugget uh, that that we push out today. Those of you that are listening, I mean, why not create a vision board? I mean, why the man should have one, the, the woman should have one, and then the family should have a family vision board. You know, because I know we me and my wife we talked about it. But it wasn't nothing put in the vision, but we wanted one of these vacation homes, you know, that you could have on 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 a nice little little area, you know, I mean coastal area or something to where you can drive down and possibly even rent your boat and leave that boat there at the vacation home. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, you know, but it's just something that I think it, it wouldn't be a bad idea to to create those visions. Um, and not really sure why I've never really thought about that because in education we have a graduation plan. You know, we put, we put all the classes out there in front of the kid. This is what you need to do to graduate. You know, and then we get you steps. Here go, this is when you do your FAFSA. This is when you need to do this to get in college. So we try to create that vision board on paper for them or what they, you know, and then I try to put, all right, what job you want? You know, what you want to be when you grow up? What school you want? You know, we try to put these things out there. Uh, but then it gets lost. You know, it, it gets lost. Um, and I could, you know, say I had a situation today at work. Um, uh, and it, it makes it real tough, man. So I could really imagine, uh, what pastors go through. But I was talking to a young man today, um, that missed a couple of days of school and I tried to talk to him and figure out what was going on and come to find out had some, some real issues at home, you know, with, with, with the mother and she kind of, I don't know, maybe got, admitted or something, you know, she just had some uh, breakdown, but it was him and three sisters, and all of them got split up, and they all in different places, you know, and 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 it's tough, you know, so now how can that kid focus on school when he's living in different places, going from house to house, uh, you, you see what I'm saying? But through all that, I tried to paint a vision for him saying, look, this don't have to be your reality. You know, you still in position that you can make some choices and do some things that are correct. You know what I'm saying? Where you could break this cycle and pull your sisters back together, if nothing else. Uh, so, just funny how all that stuff just kind of tie in. But that was one of the things uh, that that I went through today, and I just said it's tough, man, because you feel for that kid. You know, you talking about a 16, 17 year old kid. You know what I'm saying? Like really making uh uh being in some uncontrollable circumstances that could really shape his whole future. You know, it, it could adjust his whole future. And here we are talking about getting boats and, and vacation homes, but, you know, everybody's not afforded that, all right? But everybody is afforded an opportunity. Everybody is afforded a choice. Um, so we just need to make sure that we, we're grabbing those opportunities and, and making that choice that's going to help us meet that vision, so. And I'm sorry, I went off on a little tangent, man, man. I had to jump, throw that out there. Man, that's good, man. That's good, though, because I heard you say something there, and and that and that's a big deal, man. What you were saying about the young man, and it's amazing about how situations or circumstances like that can be motivation for you to move towards your destiny. You know what I'm saying? 
And that's what I got out of that because I, I can think, I mean, really, you know, I can think about things in my past that have been motivators for me that pushed me to that, to another level that made me strive to go to other levels. And this could be that defining moment in that young man's life. And I'm so glad that you were in his path and you were willing to you to be used to be able to reach that young man and tell him, hey, man, this is an opportunity for you to get better and move forward. Because everybody needs motivation, man. Everybody has to have motivation. And motivation comes in a lot of different ways. Sometimes it comes in situations in bad situations. You know, bad circumstances create a motivating factor for you to push you into your destiny, to push you to your dream, to push you to that boat and that, that, that house with your whole entire family back connected again. You know what I'm saying? So if you use it and you use that negative and, and turn it and flip it into a positive as a positive motivator, it can push that young man through the rest of his life to where he could just say, I'm going to focus in school because I got to go, I got to go get my sisters back or I got to go get my mama and my sisters. I got to do this. And he keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And the next thing you know, he's the president of the United States. Man, listen, listen. That's, I be trying to paint that vision all the time. I be telling these kids, you know, especially some of these athletes, man, you can go be special, go be in the NFL. And I used to always tell them, like, look, all I'm saying is I just want my truck, you know, buy me a truck. But now I'm going to change that. Now when you become president, man, I just need my boat. Hey, man, go on, buy your boy a boat and a little dock to keep my boat. So, you know what I'm saying? Just go on. I need a boat now, man. I want me a little boat to go. You don't put me on the boat now. We finna get a boat. <laughs> hey, we on the boat now. So, we're going to do that. So, now I'm going to push that in these kids. Uh, but, man, I know it's great conversation going on, but I don't want to keep keep you guys too long, so we're probably going to have to break it up and do a part one, part two. I got to bring you on because we haven't even touched the sports. We haven't even touched you guys don't know, but this is a four-year starter at the university, the Auburn University of Auburn, War Eagle. However you want to say it, I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to get jumped on later on. But from Auburn, you know, I'm gonna just say Auburn. It's Auburn, Auburn University, and and went on and and did some other great things. So that's a whole other conversation. Uh, but quickly, and maybe you could do it. And I'm going to give everybody the opportunity to close and drop your little nugget for the day before we go. But how much has sports, you know, how how much influence has sports provided you, you know, for your success or for whatever you've been able to do in your life? Oh, man, that's so loaded right there. That's I mean, that's that 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 question alone is so loaded, man, because sports really shape. My entire life, man, I've been playing sports and, and you know this as, as well as anybody, you know, man, we're a competitive family. So everything was around sports, some kind of sport. Man, you, you know, know, I, uh, I, I did a, a podcast earlier, uh, so earlier and I didn't even put it out though. This is before we was doing all this and I was telling love, I was, I said how competitive my family is and I even mentioned, uh, we was actually talking about the cars you were dealt and I told him about, that time, uh, I ain't even gonna say you, but I'm gonna just say we have some members of our family that was just hot about this spade game. I mean, like, <laughs> hey, man, this spade game got out of control, man. It was, it was off the chain, but that's, that's just how competitive we are. Yeah, man. They, they, and then, I mean, just because you winning in our family, they want to say you cheating and stuff. You know what I mean? I ain't going to mention no names neither, but you know, my auntie, my auntie, you know, 
I had to go. I, I'm like, man, I'm grown and I'm still up here playing space. I got to go get my daddy to help me because she's ready to cheat. So, yeah, man, we're a very competitive family, man. And, and sports, man, there's so many lessons that to be learned in sports. But you, if you go way back, man, sports keeps you keeps you active, man. It keeps your mind occupied, too. It keeps you out of a lot of trouble. You know, when you're out there on that practice and you're practicing and you're trying to work toward, work towards getting better, you know, you, you, you're not in the streets. You know what I'm saying? So sports literally, I mean, most, and this would, I would have to say that sports really completely shaped my life, you know, and then the lessons that were learned throughout that are so numerous to even, to even speak of at this point. You know, you talking about one, one show, it would have to be multiple shows to pull all the lessons that I've learned through sports, uh, throughout my life, man. And uh, so, but I'm just going to say this and, and say that sports are vitally important um, in my life. I believe that it shows you discipline. It teaches you in, you know, how to be tough, mentally tough. You know, it teaches you that. Uh, man, I mean, it goes on. It, it, it teaches you so many lessons in life. So, yeah, man, sports is a, is a real big tool. Well, put, a, put us in the books, man. Let's, uh, let's, let's schedule that. Cause I wanna, I wanna keep going, man. Of course, you know it's always great to hear you. Uh, I mean, I know you got so so much knowledge in, but uh, just for the people that may be driving to work uh, or leaving work, man, give them a little encouragement, give them a little nugget, something that's gonna help them get through the rest of the week. Man, I'm just gonna tell you, man. I mean, life, 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 life is is what it is. It's a gift, man. It's a gift from God every day, man. And and I'm just gonna say this to the person that's going to work, that's going out there right now. I'm just gonna say this, you know, just like I said at the beginning of the show, the way that I look at it is that, hey, man, I'm sitting on the sideline and God just woke me up this morning and said, I'm gonna put you in the game, man. And every day that you get up, you just gotta know that God is putting you in the game. He's calling your number. He's calling your play. Every day, and all I'm going to ask you to do is, when you get your play call, to be ready to be ready to run that ball, to be ready to score that touchdown that day. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to to feel like, hey man, God, I want to I want to do what you've asked me to do. You trusted me and you put me in this game today. So tell me you wanted me to win for you, and that's what I got to go do today. So I want you to execute your play every day as if it's unto God and not unto man. I want you to work your job, whatever your job may be, however however big your job may be or however small your job may be. I want you to work your job as you're working it unto God and not unto man. And if you do that, man, there's no way that you're gonna you're gonna you're not gonna be successful. There's no way that you're gonna fail because you're gonna win in God all the time, a hundred percent of the time. So that's what I want to leave for you today. Awesome, man. Coach Love, you still there? Man, I'm still here. I'm actually flabbergasted because everything that I'm soaking up, man, it really it correlates with my life. It's, it's like stuff that I've been going through today. Like with my students, let me just speak for a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Just to touch base on what y'all talk about. This is exactly the same thing I was talking to about my students, by actually setting goals and having the vision to reach your dreams. And as I'm sitting here listening to y'all talk, the one thing that I gathered from this whole conversation, the issue with our generation now, well, the generation now is, like the, the analogy we use about having a vision and a roadmap. Now, if you think about back in the day, if you want to travel somewhere, you had to pull up a map. You look, you actually had to map out where you want to go. This generation don't have that. If you're trying to go somewhere, 
they pull out their little phone and they GPS everything. So they're not really sitting there using their vision. They're not looking and they're not mapping out where they're trying to go. But like I said, man, we got to have a part two, man. I got to make sure I'm on the call. Because, like, even from the boat, I was just talking to my kids. I got a friend back home in Columbus who did a music video, and it's called Off the Boat. He's on the boat. So I'm oh. like, it's crazy how all this is correlated to one another. Like, I was explaining to my kids how they had dreams to be rap stars, but half these rappers really don't have the money. All the stuff you see in that music video, they're borrowing it from somebody. They rent it from somebody. And that's when I pulled up the little clip from my homeboy and he's on the boat. The name of the song is Off the Boat. All that is just funny how all this is coming together all the way till tomorrow with my love talk Wednesday. Then I'm doing the whole thing I was going to be talking about tomorrow is the dream. Having to, what you need to do to have the dream. So like I said, what I'm going to end up with my nugget is pretty much what I'm going to be talking about tomorrow. So y'all checking me out on Facebook, Facebook Live, or Dominic Love. Man, y'all follow me, y'all retweet, y'all share but my little nugget for the day is, I always remember, a dream written down with a date becomes a goal. Then a goal broken down into steps becomes a plan. A plan backed by action becomes reality. And I'm going to leave off that, man. Please make sure, make sure I'm on this call when we have part two because I'm really enjoying this. I got you. I got you, man. But in closing, again, we'll probably title this one uh, uh, Roadmap. You know, you, you got to have your map, man. Create that vision, man. So those of you that are listening, uh, hey, just don't be afraid to step out there and create that vision. Even if it is getting a boat and you know ain't nobody in your family ever even been close to the water, man. Put that boat on that paper and start getting there. Uh, paint that, paint that picture, man. Create that vision. Move forward. Um, and like always, man, I'm going to leave you with it too. But before I do that, again, Mr. Leonard Thomas, if you ever in the Alabama area, Check him out, man. He can really help change your future financially, man. He's a great financial advisor. He's going to put you in place. If you're on Facebook, check out Dominique Love, Love Talk Wednesday. He's dropping some more knowledge. Uh, I also want to thank 99.1. Um, I got a couple other guys uh, that will do podcasts. Uh, talk with Bivens. Uh, Kevin Bivens got a podcast. Keeping up, you know, so I'm going to put those guys out there. Anytime we can help each other out, man, it's, it's always great. But I'm going to leave you with two. All right, leave you with two. Take advantage of your time, your words, and your opportunity. Again, it's been a great time. Thank you guys for coming on. We're going to do part two another day. Uh, I'll let you know when it's posted. But have an awesome week, everybody. I truly believe in you. Create that vision. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Expect to Win podcast. We would love your feedback to help us grow. You can reach out to us at expecttowin365 at gmail.com. You can search for us on Facebook at win, win, win. It will pull right up. We're also on Twitter. We appreciate your support. If you got us on podcast, go ahead and share us and like us um, and give us a few stars and let us know how we did. Thank you.